friends, my name is Malika Starnes, and I'm a certified wedding planner and venue owner turned business strategist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help women finally call it quits. You heard me right. This show is all about getting comfortable with the seemingly uncomfortable things like quitting, giving up, and surrendering to the things that no longer serve us in life and business. It's about getting permission to only do what matters and stop doing what no longer serves you. It's about inspiring you to become your own muse. Each week, I'll share inspiring stories and have authentic conversations with incredible women who embraced the slowdown and made some major decisions to be more intentional. Freedom and grace show up here often, and I hope you will too. Hey friend, have you ever decided to share your gifts in a new way in your business? Changing your service offerings, starting a podcast, or maybe even launching a course. You're so excited at first, and then at the first sign of overwhelm, you start to question the idea, or you even start questioning if you're even cut out for this whole business thing in the first place. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. Entrepreneurship can invite in lots of doubts and questioning if we're good enough. Today, I'm here to let you in on a big secret. It's not you, it's your systems. Join me as we shake off some of the heaviness that comes with entrepreneurship and see how this common belief is keeping you stuck. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. We are back. I am so, so excited to be behind the microphone today, and I am so grateful for you tuning in. We are kicking off an incredible season of some really, really amazing episodes for you guys. I'm just so thrilled to be sharing so much more about intentional business strategy and helping you navigate running a more intentional business. And today I'm going to be letting you in on a little secret that I see show up for me all the time and all the time for my clients. And that is going to really, really help you to like lean in to all of this brilliance that we're going to be sharing over these next couple of weeks. I'm just so excited. So let's go ahead. Let's not wait another minute. We're going to dive right in. And what we're going to be talking about today is this belief that I see entrepreneurs as well as myself have so much, which is that you're not good enough or that you are not tech savvy enough or just not enough of something in order to execute a plan or a project that you really, really believe in that you got really excited about and that would really honestly grow your business. And so one way that this has really showed up for me recently is through this podcast. And I'm going to be telling you a little bit about that story today. But the first thing is I want to introduce this idea that there is this belief that we have as entrepreneurs that we are our business. And this is especially really challenging for personal brands, creatives, service providers, because we are literally providing a service that stems from us and who we are, right? A lot of times the things that we're creating is with our own hands. You know, when you're creating those tangibles for clients with your own hands, um, maybe you're providing a service where you physically show up for the client. I know when I was in the wedding planning industry, it's like, how in the world is this not me? Like, this is literally 
me showing up and providing a service for a client. So it's really hard to kind of transition out of this thought that you are your business and you really start to assume this identity that your worth is directly attached to the work that you do. And one of the things that I see come up really common for clients is this lack of detachment from our business as a separate entity causing us to feel like we are not worthy. And I think a lot of times we start to feel like, you know, maybe I'm not that good at this. Maybe this is something that I shouldn't be doing. Um, This actually just showed up for me recently with the podcast. I almost quit doing this. I, I really was like, this is a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of different pieces that go into doing this. And I almost quit. I almost said, you know what? Forget my original intention for doing this. Forget why I started doing this in the first place. It's hard. It's overwhelming. So Uh, maybe I shouldn't be doing it anymore, right? Like I'm not being consistent. I'm not showing up as much as I want to. And I honestly started to think and question if I was even cut out for it or good at it. And I think that's something that happens to us so often as entrepreneurs. Maybe you're a photographer and because you can't edit, you know, your images fast enough, you're starting to think, am I even good at photography? Now, when you hear that out loud, that sounds really silly, right? Like to make the assumption that because you're not editing, fast enough and getting albums back to clients fast enough that that somehow in your brain translates to you're not a good photographer. And so, you know, I think that there's a lot of different things that come into play there. I think, for example, you know, maybe you've made an assumption that photographers should get editing back in a certain time frame and that doesn't work for you. There's a lot of different things that come into play here. But at the core, What's happening is that we have assumed the identity of our business and we're starting to believe that it's actually us, right? It's not what's the project. It's not the offer. It's not the thing that we're trying to launch. It's us. That's what we're really starting to believe. And the crazy thing about it is that I knew when I said, maybe I'm not good at podcasting and I shouldn't do it anymore. Deep down, I knew this wasn't true. The proof was all there. And I think this is something that happens for all of us. I was getting DMs with people saying, hey, I just listened to an episode of the show and I just want to thank you for the freedom that you provided through that episode. And listening to that has me feeling so much more freedom today. I mean, literally dream testimonials, things that I started the show in order to be able to do. People were messaging me and telling me that that was happening for them. I was booking the most amazing guests. Literally, I still am. I've reached out to so many incredible people. I'm getting yeses from people because what we're saying on the show aligns with what they believe in. And these are people that I admire, y'all. Like, these are people that I am, like, fangirling over because they are so amazing and they inspire me so much. And they're actually saying yes to me. And not only that, but to take it a step further, after the interviews with these amazing human beings, I'm getting all of these compliments saying, Malika, you're so good at this. You're so great at interviewing. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And still, somehow, because I wasn't able to get out episodes every single week, like I said I would, or because I wasn't doing things fast enough, I started to believe that I just wasn't good at podcasting altogether. 
And that is why this can be so dangerous and such a huge problem in our industry as entrepreneurs. Sometimes all the proof is there that we're doing a great job. But when we start to see ourselves as our business and we can't detach from the outcome, we start to think that we are the problem just because one or two pieces of the process are no longer working for us. When we zoom out, we get to discover that it's not us, it's actually the system we had in place to accomplish the thing that we intended to do, right? So when I started the show, I had all of these intentions that I set rather than goals, and that's great, that's a great first step. But there's a next step that comes into play there, which is saying, okay, now what is the process that I am going to go through in order to put this out into the world, to get this into the headphones of the amazing humans that I want to hear the show, right? There's steps in between the idea and the execution. And sometimes if we don't look intentionally at the steps between the idea and the execution of the idea, then we start to internalize that the execution of the idea is not happening because of some false shortcoming that we've deemed as a flaw with us. And we start to disregard our own humanness, right? So let's unpack this a little bit. Because what I want to do is I want to talk about what to do if you hear that you have started to attach your identity to your business. And as you're listening to this, you're thinking, you know, I do oftentimes say, oh, you know, my email newsletter that I scheduled to go out this week failed. Literally, it says like it failed to send. And so I translate that in my brain as I am a failure. I'm really bad at sending out email marketing, which means I'm bad at marketing. Like if you hear as you're listening to this, that you kind of go down these spiraled paths of getting down to it being you instead of the business, then I want to help you and give you some tools and advice today on what to do if you need to take a step back and detach from your business. So let's let's unpack this a little bit. Let's talk about the first step. So the first step that I want you to think about is viewing your business as a well-oiled machine. Now, this is going to sound really weird. This is something that people say all the time, right? A lot of times it is our goal for our business to be a well-oiled machine. We want our business running on autopilot. We want to be on the beach with our sunglasses and our big sun hat on while we are rolling in clients. We dream of passive income. There are all these different opportunities that we see out there for our business to run as a well-oiled machine. Well, here's the thing. If you want your business to run as a well-oiled machine, you've got to start seeing it as that, a machine, something completely separate from you that you are not. Because I'm here to tell you, I know that maybe you were thinking this was true, but I hate to break it to you. You are not a machine. You're not a computer. You are not a robot that can just crank out all of this output and all of these different services. You are human and humans have needs. You need to eat. You need to sleep. You need to make sure that you have water, that you're exercising. So you have all of these needs, right? But when you feel like you are your business, those needs start to trickle down to the bottom of the priority list because it feels like those things are not as important. So we have to prioritize our humanness and we have to decide I am not my business. I'm separate from my business and that my business is intended to support me and the life that I want to create. And my business is going to be a well-oiled machine. And I'm not a machine. I'm a human. So when we start to grasp onto this concept and grasp onto this idea, 
you are one step closer to having grace where you need to have it. When you say my business is a well-oiled machine, I'm not a machine and I am a human, you say as a human, I deserve rest. I'm supposed to have rest, right? You start to accept that on a very basic human level, the needs that you have may or may not be being fulfilled the way that you have set your business up. And this isn't an opportunity to like bash yourself or to have all of this judgment, but this is really an invitation to decide that I don't have to do business like this. This is not the way that business truly has to be. I think a lot of times we think and we're conditioned to think about when we used to work in the nine to five, right? When you're at work, if you have to go and have food and you're really, really hungry, but it's not time for you to take a lunch break yet, you have to push through. You have to keep working, right? A lot of times when we are working that traditional nine to five, there's rules and parameters around the freedom that we have to be able to prioritize ourselves on a human level. I remember days when I literally was working a nine to five. I worked in the financial services industry and there would be times where I had to use the bathroom. Like I had to take a bathroom break and literally I could not because I was so busy. I had to like hold it until it was time to go, right? My BTMI, but how many times do we do this in our business? How many times do we sit at our desk and continue to answer client emails and be like, I'll just drink some water later. I don't got time to go downstairs and fill up the water bottle. I'll eat lunch later on today before you know it, it's dinner time, right? There's all of these opportunities that we are looking for when we're in the thing. So when you're working your nine to five, you're like, I can't wait to quit this place so I can just do what I want and have all this freedom. And then we start businesses and we get so into the personal piece of it and we take things so personally and we have to respond to clients instantly because if we don't, that means we're a bad person and all of these things That's what starts to cloud our judgment when it comes to prioritizing our humanness. And when we start to see ourselves as our business, we have less and less grace because guess what? Businesses working a nine to five, there's not a lot of room for grace. We have a delivery that we have to put out there. And so if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to take a step back and say, listen, I am going to have to create some boundaries for myself that are going to give me permission to separate myself in this moment from this deliverable or this project or this task. And I'm going to prioritize taking care of myself. So again, once you see your business as that well-oiled machine, you are just one step closer to having more grace with yourself. Now, the second piece to this, if you're going to go around calling your business a well-oiled machine, then you have to know that a real business has systems, okay? Systems are not just apps and software that you like download onto your phone, or they're not like apps that help you like hack productivity. They can be, and those things are really helpful, but the systems that you have in place in your business are any process that help you get from step one to step five, all of the things in between are going to be a part of your process and then your process needs to have systems that support it and make it easier. Every single thing that you do, believe it or not, has a system in place. The way that you wake up in the morning, you can call it a morning routine if you want to, but it truly is the system and the process that you have in place for how you start your day. Maybe when a friend reaches out to you and they want to schedule a time to meet up and have coffee, You might not think that you have a system in place for that, but everyone does. Some of my friends send me a calendar link to schedule coffee because they're just like me. They're Virgos. They're into that kind of thing. Or some people want to go back and forth and text until we find the right time. 
Now, you get to choose, right? Whatever works best for you. But regardless, you have to acknowledge that you have some type of system in place right now. And it's either working or it's not, okay? A real business has systems. And if you're going to call yourself a business and detach yourself from that business, then you're going to have to lean into this idea that there are processes in place and that you have the ability to change them, right? They're ever growing. They're evolving. I know when I first started out in my business and clients used to reach out to me about planning their weddings or events, I wanted that next client. Of course, I'm going to text you back and forth to see if it's a good fit. But then eventually I had a client where I've booked them and I don't have enough information about them. So guess what? I'm like, dang, I wish I had a questionnaire and a form that they could fill out. So the way that we start is not going to be the way that we finish, right? And that's where grace comes in. However, it took me having a client and not knowing enough information about them to execute my services well to have to step my game up and be like, okay, next time I'm going to send out a questionnaire because I did not have nearly enough information when I got on a call with this person. And so when we use intentionality to build systems and processes for our business, that allows us to slow down long enough to determine what works best for us without having to make some of those really hard learned mistakes. You don't want to forget to email a client back and completely miss out on a lead in order for you to realize that it's time for you to get a better lead system in place. And that's oftentimes what happens with us as entrepreneurs It's almost like you have to get all the way to that part where you're like, gosh, I really suck at managing leads. You don't have to get to that part where you're starting to feel bad about yourself and your identity and who you are before you decide that this system can be better and I can show up better. I can show up more confidently. But if you're going to do that, then you're going to have to take a step back. You're going to have to slow down and you're going to have to infuse some intentionality into the way that you approach this process. So let's talk about this a little bit. If the process overwhelms you, so let's say you're listening to this right now and you're going, oh my gosh, yes, that is totally me. Like when I get new leads and new inquiries, that completely overwhelms me. It makes me question if I should even be doing this in the first place. I'm going to give you three easy steps that you can incorporate in order to fix the process when it's broken, right? Because at the end of the day, these are our businesses. We can tweak them as much as we need to. And so these are going to be some really simple tools that you can use in order to take any process in your business that's causing you overwhelm and that's causing you to really question if this is something you're capable of doing or not and look for opportunities to improve it. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to look for opportunities to eliminate, automate, and delegate. These three steps have literally transformed the way that I approach business. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to sit down and you want to look at your entire process from point A to point B. That can look like the client transformation journey that you provide. So how you get your client from having a problem to the problem being solved. And all of the steps in between that is your process. Super simple. When you look at the process, I want you to look for opportunities to eliminate and automate and delegate by saying, okay, eliminate. What part of this process is no longer serving me? So if you going back to that example of getting inquiries, if you're receiving inquiries in a lead form on your website, and then when that lead form lands into your email inbox, it's like all up in there with your coupons and your discounts that you get from your favorite stores. You have like some Christmas emails from grandma, like there's all this stuff in your inbox and those inquiries are starting to get lost. 
whenever you sit down and write your process, you're going to have things that literally like jump off the page at you that are like, why am I doing things like this? This is where it gets really sticky. This is where I have so many inquiries and emails in my inbox that I literally can't manage them all. So what's going to happen when you write this process, you're going to see things that you're like, why do I do that? If you have no idea why you do something, there's no real intention behind it. You're just doing it because maybe that's what your friend does or maybe you think you should. Maybe you randomly heard it somewhere and decided to try it and it's not working for you. It's okay to eliminate it. It's okay to get rid of parts of your process that are not serving you anymore. If they're not working for you and they're working against you, say goodbye to it. You have permission right now to let go of something in your process that's not working. Now, the second part of this is automate. Now, like I mentioned, systems are not always just apps and different software that we get to use, but a lot of times they are. So when it comes to automation, that is the great thing about systems and apps. A lot of times there's a lot of different systems, tools, and software out there that can actually help you and support you in automating different things in your business. The number one game changer in my service-based business is realizing that I can actually have an auto response that goes to clients whenever they select something specifically on my contact form. And just having that realization that I never again have to worry about, oh my gosh, I forgot to respond to that lady who reached out to me a couple of days ago because they've already been responded to. And then maybe you take it a step further. Maybe after they respond to that, they automatically get a questionnaire. And after they fill out the questionnaire, they automatically get a link to your calendar to schedule time on your your calendar, right? So you can go as deep as you want to. Your client journey and your client experience is so important in your business, but if there are parts that you're still manually doing and you're realizing that you don't have the bandwidth or the capacity to do it, then you have the opportunity to seek out ways to automate. And I know a lot of times people seek opportunities to hire or bring on new team members, but a lot of times there are systems out here that can do some of these more small, mundane, repeatable tasks in your business. My rule of thumb is if you're doing something more than twice a day in your business, it is a recurring task that you can automate somehow. And it's some kind of process that you can put in place so that you can actually get this rolling on its own. Now, the third part of this is delegate. I cannot tell you how much delegation and leaning into the art of delegation as well as embracing it as a true skill that works for me has been absolutely transformational for me. Now, some people hear delegating and they instantly think they need a team to delegate to. This can be true. However, you can also delegate and outsource things in your business that are not in your zone of genius, not in your skill set, that are going to allow another service provider to operate in their gift. Now, the great thing about this is when someone else is operating in their gift, they're going to get things done so much faster than you ever could have done them in. Going back to my earlier story of how I thought, you know, maybe I'm not good at this whole podcasting thing. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. I'm not showing up when I said I would. I'm not recording as much as I said I would. Maybe I just need to, you know, scrap the whole thing. What I did is I looked at my process and I said, okay, what is the hard part of this? And I'm like, well, you know, okay, I got to make the graphics when I have a new episode. I have to send it off to the editor and then have to wait for it to come back all of these things. And as that list grew longer and longer, I started to go, okay, that's why I'm not recording. Because in my brain, it's not just recording, it's recording and doing 12 other things that I don't have time for. And so therefore, I just don't record. 
Well, when I looked at that, I saw an opportunity and I said, you know what? There is someone out there who would be willing to do all of this stuff for me. And yes, it's going to be an investment, but it's their gift. It's what they're good at. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at making graphics. Now, one thing I am good at is I can talk. Okay, I can talk so much, literally to the point where someone has to stop me to the point where when I am recording these episodes, I'm going to need to make sure I have my notes handy so I don't make hour long episodes. Okay, I can talk. That's my gift. But I also can share my message really well. And I also have a passion for sharing my message to help other women in business let go of what's no longer serving them and create more intentional businesses through the use of systems and processes, right? That's the gift underneath the actual project and the actual idea of starting a podcast. But because I was drowning in all these tasks that I'm not good at that are outside of my genius, I was like, oh, not about this whole podcast thing, right? And so with that being said, I looked for an opportunity to delegate. And I actually found an incredible podcast manager and producer that I'm super excited to be working with. And they're literally going to do all of the things that were causing me to not even get behind this microphone. And this is why this is so important, because as entrepreneurs, if we allow things like this to stop us, that's the danger of this, right? Imagine if I just said, you know what? This is not for me. I'm not good at this whole thing. I'm not even going to do it anymore. I would have so many living beliefs about myself and my abilities of what I could actually do. But people really need the gifts and talents that you have inside of you. Someone needs to hear this episode today. Someone needs to hear all of the things that I plan to say in the next couple of weeks. There are people out there who have messaged me that they needed to hear exactly what I said on different episodes. And so the reason that this is so dangerous for our community and our industry is that If you're out here doubting that you can even do this stuff because the systems are broken, then all this goodness is not going to get out into the world. And that is going to change lives and make the world a better place. So if we don't recognize that it's not us and it's the systems that can be changed, then we have a bunch of incredible people believing this lie that they're not good enough. And then as an effect of that, we have a lot of people who are not getting some of the inspiration and the magic of what you provide, right? All because of the system. It's not you. This also leads to burnout. There's no number one like cause and way to get to burnout than to be doing something that is not your gift enough, right? If you do enough of editing podcasts when that's not what you do, editing, you know, photos when really it's relationship and connecting and getting people to show up in front of the camera and that's your skill and your true gift. Or maybe as a florist, you are absolutely incredible at putting bouquets together and selecting the beautiful, you know, different types of stems and different types of flowers that you need. But invoicing is not your jam, right? If you do that enough, you are going to get burnt out so quick and then you're not going to be able to show up for your clients the way that you used to. And that's going to lead to less business, which is eventually going to lead to this self-fulfilling prophecy. You're like, oh, see, I told you you weren't good at this. And that's just not true. There's just not the right system in place to get you to be able to execute and share your gift with the world in a way that feels easy to you so that you can get back to creating and you can get back to what you were really put on this earth to do, right? There's going to be a block there and there's going to be burnout, which is going to lead to exhaustion and not even wanting to show up. And as we all know, this new hot topic that's out there, it's not sustainable, 
right? It's just not sustainable to be doing everything all the time, never stopping or slowing down to check in on our systems. This is not a sustainable business practice. And we're in this for the long haul. You started your business because you wanted to live a life of more freedom, not because you wanted a couple months of trying to piece things together and figure it out, but you genuinely wanted to live a different life, right? A lifetime of freedom, And so now when we think about sustainability and we're like, oh, yeah, you're right. I do want to do this for a long time. It's almost like we forget that we're in our businesses for the long haul. And so the way of doing business where we believe that it's us and it's not the system, that's not sustainable. That's just going to cause us to keep quitting and giving up in areas that we should not or prematurely letting go of things. Right. Because we think and we have this limiting belief that we're not supposed to be doing it. So as we close out today, I really want you to ask yourself, what systems do I currently have in place in my business? Do these systems allow me to own my gifts and be good at what I do? Or are they working against me and making it really, really hard to do what I do best? Right now, you have permission to do things differently from this day forward. It's your business. You can literally change it. You can do whatever you need to do in order to create a business that is going to allow you to create systems and put processes in place that support you so that you can own your gifts. You know, I was asked, what is the number one testimonial that someone could give me? I was talking to someone about like my ideal client and like, what's the number one testimonial that someone could give me? And my answer is that if someone said, I almost quit. I thought it was me, but you showed me that it's not me. It's my systems. That would be the best testimonial someone could give me. That's why I'm so passionate about intentional business strategy and helping my clients in the way that I do, because I love seeing the heaviness just melt off of them when they realize, wow, I really thought I was like not cut out for this. I really thought that this was some crazy dream that I had and that I just made a mistake. But you helped me to really be able to see that it's actually not me, it's the system. And I wanted to share that with you today because I really do believe that there are so many of us out there who are constantly making ourselves feel so bad for the way that we show up as business owners when it's really not us. It's not who you are as a person. It's the way in which you are working through and navigating some of the things that come along with starting a business. But when we can separate ourselves, we can truly slow down and take a step back and we can look at it with fresh eyes, right? A fresh heart, fresh perspective and more intention. So I really, really hope that this fills you up today. I hope you feel more equipped with the knowledge that maybe there are some things in your business that you've been questioning. Maybe you've been thinking, you know, it's me. And you're wanting to put them down because they're too heavy. So today I want to invite you to know that you have the ability to take anything, anything in your business and look at it from the inside out to look at the inner workings of what is causing you the overwhelming stress and saying, hey, okay, I see the part where I'm getting hung up and there's actually a system out there that can fix that. There's a human out there who has a gift or a talent that can actually help me do this. There's something out there where this can completely be automated and I don't even have to manually do this anymore, but it's not me. And I am an incredible business owner. I hope you're saying that to yourself today. And I hope as you hear this episode, you hear an opportunity for you to say that to yourself every single day. 
You can show up in a new way more intentionally, and I'm so happy to be the person who gets to share this idea with you today so that you can start doing this and operating a more intentional business right now. If this resonated with you, then please say hi to me on social media. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope that you're looking forward to all of the intentional business strategy that I am going to continue to share in this season of the Musings with Malika podcast. You are amazing and you have permission right now to lean into this intentional moment, let go of what's no longer serving you. And hey, I'm going to tell you one more time just so you don't forget. It's not you. It's just your systems. What if you could find your workflow, refine your foundation, and get back into your zone of genius? If you're a creative service provider who wants to stop feeling like the bottleneck in your business and transform your work from life-consuming to life-giving, then I've got just the thing for you. My new VIP days are going to allow you to finally start enjoying your success instead of resenting it and wondering where all of your freedom went. You became an entrepreneur so you could use your unique talents every day. In fact, you've been so good and successful in your business since you started that you've just kept going at full speed and trying to get your business processes together along the way. But let's be real, you don't love all the time and energy you're spending not doing what you do best, which is being a creative who delivers high quality work with a seamless end-to-end experience. Through my transformational VIP day, you'll have one-on-one time with me, and together we'll figure out how you ended up here and help you reclaim your intention and the foundation for your why in your business. We'll clarify exactly what processes are tripping you up and what to do to streamline them. And then we'll put your software subscriptions and systems to good use without having to wrangle them for hours on end or even wait months for someone else to figure it out for you. We're going to do all of this in a day and you're going to stop wasting time on stuff that you're not supposed to be the expert on in your business. And as a result of that, you're going to get more time and energy back in your life. I can't wait to get my big Virgo energy and Enneagram type one perfectionism all up on your systems. If this sounds dreamy to you, then I want you to head over to malikastarns.com slash VIP day and apply for a spot on my calendar. I can't wait to see you there.